Today's daf is Bavakama daf hey, and we are 11 lines from the top of daf Dalid Omid Beis, Tony Rav Oishia. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu B'nei Yisrael, Hanesunim Batsaru V'Shivya. So we're moving along here in the beginning of Meseches Bavakama, and we've been discussing the Arba Avos Nezikin, Hashor V'Habor V'Hamava V'Hahever. What's the definition of an Av Nezikin? The first Rashi in the Masechta says, Avois Kari Lahanoch Dechsivim Bekra Behedya. So, in order to be considered an Av Nezikin, you'd have to have a Pasuk in the Torah, which clearly depicts the specific type of Hezek that's being discussed. Now, as it relates to what are the Arba Avois Nezikin, as we've seen, there was a major machloikis amayron, machloikis rav and shmuel. Rav said that the arba avos nesikin go as follows. Hashar is referring to a shar that's mazik via keren or shein or regal. A bar is a bar. Mavaze adam hever is esh. According to shmuel, shar means specifically a shar that's mazik via regal. A bar is a bar. Mava is shein and hever is esh. Which means, if you think about it, according to Rav, although the Mishnah says Arba Avos Nezikin, really there are six Avos Nezikin. Because the first of the four, Shar, is Acha Shehishloisha. It's really made up of three. According to Shmuel, the Arba Avos Nezikin really are Arba Avos Nezikin. Another very obvious observation is that, according to Rav, there are two Avos Nezikin, that are mentioned, that according to Shmuel are not mentioned. What are those two? Karen and Adam. Why, according to Shmuel, did the Tan of the Mishnah not mention Karen? Because Karen is so unique. We'll see in today's daft that all the Avos Nazikin are unique. But Karen is so unique in that the first time that a Shar is Mazik Karen, you don't even have to pay Nezik Shalim. There's this new patent that's known as Chatzi Nezik. And our Mishnah is talking about Mazikin that right out of the gate pay Nezik Shalim as opposed to a Tam, as opposed to Karen, which only pays Chatzi Nezik. Additionally, Adam, according to Shmuel, was not mentioned in our Mishnah. And the reason is because the Tan of our Mishnah is not coming to mention all the Avais Nazikin. It's coming to mention Avais Nazikin that fit into his criteria. And he's discussing only Niske moment. Adam Amazik is a whole different Indian. And as a result, it's not mentioned in the Mishnah. So again, Arba Avais Nazikin, Ashar, Babar, Vamav, Vahever, Machlok Rav, and Shmuel, what they are. According to Rav, they're really six. According to Shmuel, Kishmoi Kachi. Therefore, and what are the two that Rav had that Shmuel didn't have? He had Karen the Shar. Additionally, he had Adam Amazek. Today's daf is going to begin with a b'raisa that Rav Oishia taught, which mentioned a longer list of Avos Nazikin. Not four Avos Nazikin, but rather 13 Avos Nazikin. The Gemara then is going to bring another b'raisa that was taught by Rav and his b'raisa was even longer. It mentioned not four of his nazikin, not 13 of his nazikin, but it mentioned 24 of his nazikin. Zok the Gemara, Tani Rav Rav taught and said, Shloisha Asar Avos nazikin. There are 13 of his nazikin. If you look at Rashi, Dibra Maschul Avos, so Rashi says, not word for word, but kemat word for word, what Rashi said in the first Rashi in the Masechta. What's Rashi bavarning? What Rashi is saying is that at first glance, 
you would think that our Mishnah said Arba Avais Nazikin. Rav Oishia says 13 Avais Nazikin. It's a Kasha. Maybe you'll say that the definition of Avais of the Mishnah is not the same as the definition of Avais in Rav Oishia. Says Rashi, no. It means the same exact thing. What Avais means in our Mishnah is what Avais means in Rav, in Rav Oishia's Braisa. And that is now, how is it possible that the time of our Mishnah has four and Rav has 13? So that's something that we're going to figure out. But either way, so Rav said there are 13, obviously, Nazikin. What are they? So the Shoyim Rechinam, Shoyim Rechinam, and Soicher are known as the Dalit Shoyim. Dalach is that if somebody entrusts something with you, you're a Shoyimer, you have to watch it. If you're negligent on some level, you're going to have to pay. When do you have to pay? So it depends what type of shomer are you. Are you a shomer chinam? Are you doing this for free? Are you a shoyel? Are you actually a borrower, meaning you're allowed to use the item that you're watching? Are you a noises sachar? You're watching it, you can't use it, but you're getting paid. Or are you a soicher? Are you a renter? A shomer chinam is chayef only if he's negligent, if he's paisheya. A shoyel is chayef even on oinsen. A shomer sachar is chayef if it was stolen or lost, and Kolshkein, if he was Pesheya, and a Seicher is a Machlikis Tanam, whether he was treated like a Shemir Chinam, or whether he was treated like a Shemir Sacher. But the bottom line is, that a Shemir Chinam sometimes has to pay, if he's Pesheya, a Shoyal sometimes has to pay, if he's Pesheya, if it was Gneva Aveda, even if it was Einstein, a Neusen Sacher has to pay for Gneva Aveda and Shia, and a Seicher, depending on who he is, is also going to have to pay. But they're all examples of people that may cause damage, they're quote-unquote Mazikin, and as a result, they're included as four in Rabbi Yitzhia's list. And additionally, Nezek, Tsar, Veripoy, Shevaz, Ubaishas. So these are the five Chiyuvi Tashlumim that a Chayvul Bechaveri has to pay. So a Chayvul Bechaveri is an Adam Amazik, but it's an Adam that's Mazik in Adam. He has a special name. He's called a Chayvul Bechaveri. In the world of Lambdist, there's a big Reb Chaim that talks about this. The Chiyuvi Tashlumim of a Chayvul Bechaveri is very different than the Chiyuvi Tashlumim of regular Nazikin. That's not for now. But a Chayvul Bechaveri, Everybody knows has to pay Nezek. He has to pay for whatever value this person was devalued. That's a result of the Chabalah. Tsar, he has to reimburse him for any pain that he caused him. Ripu, he has to pay the doctor's bills. Sheves, if because of this Chabalah, the victim is not able to go to work, so you have to make up his paycheck. Ubaishas, and if you cause them any busyness, you have to pay for that as well. So said Rav Oishio, Nezek, Tzar, Ripu, Shevaz, Haboishas are all chiyuvi tashlumen that are mentioned in the Torah and as a result they all count as Avos Nezikin. So again, how many do we have? Rav Oishio said you have the Dalit Shomer, Shemichin, Vashon, Leisitzach, Vashon, that's four. And then you have the five things that every Chayvul B'chaveri has to pay, Nezek, Tzar, Ripu, Shevaz, Haboishas, so we're up to nine. V'abodim Asnisen. And then tack on the four that we have in our Mishnah, nine plus four, easy math, Atleser, where you end up with 13. So our Mishnah said our Ba'av is Nazikin. Rav Oishia had 13 of us Nazikin. How come the time of our Mishnah didn't mention the additional nine, the four Shoimrim, and the Chamisha Dvarim that a Chavari has to pay, like Rav Oishia did? So the Gemara says, Gishmak, Bishlam, Lushmul, Bishlam, according to Shmuel, who holds Mavishain, Pinniske, Mom, and Kamayri, Pinniske, Gufaloi, Kamayri. So the time of our Mishnah was only discussing Niske, Mom, he wasn't discussing Niske, Gufaloi. And all of the nine that Rav Oishniya added are Niske Gufai. The four Shoimrim are Niske Gufai. He himself is the one that's negligent. He himself is the Baya. And the Chamisha Dvarim, the 
Gus a Bechaveri, which again is Niske Gufay. But according to Rav, that learns the Mavis Adam, so the Mishnah is discussing Niske Adam. If it's discussing Niske Adam, listen, so how come it doesn't mention these nine as well? Meaning, if you're willing to talk about in our Mishnah Niske Adam, so you have another nine Niske Adam, they all have Psukim in the Torah, which means they all qualify as being a voice. So how come they weren't mentioned? So the Gemara says the answer is they were mentioned. But they weren't mentioned. Tana Adam Adam. Misha said Adam. It said Mavit, which means Adam. And included in Adam is Kol Mili Da Adam. And being that included in Adam is Kol Mili Da Adam, that's why it's mentioned. And by the way, it's Gishmak. Because the way Rav learned the Mishnah, when the Mishnah said Shar, Shar was Kol Mili Da Shar. Shar meant Karen, Shane, and Regal. So Adam also was Kol Mili Da Adam. So Shar is a general class for Kol Mili Da Shar. Right? We said, according to Rav, Shar, although it's one of the Avos Hazikin, it's really three. So good. Mava also, although it's only one of the Avos Hazikin in the list of four, but really it's a very inclusive one. And all the nine that Rav Oishia mentioned are really included in that. Says the Gemara, Ul Rav Oishia Nami Adam. According to Rav, that Mava is Adam. So that means that Rav Oishia, in his list of 13, one of which is Mava, because four of Rav Oishia's 13 are, are Bava Hazikin, he already used Adam. If he already used Adam, so how could he double dip? How could he use now another nine Adam? Meaning, once you mention Adam, so Lukhura doesn't that mean call Mili the Adam? So if it means call Mili the Adam, so why now are you adding these other nine? So the Gemara says, Trey Gavni Adam. There are two types of Adam. Tana Adam the Azik Adam, the Tana Adam the Azik Shar. Our Mishnah that says Mava. And Mava, which is one of the 13 that Rav Oishi is talking about, is referring to Adam the Azik Shar. As opposed to the nine that he added, they're not Adam the Azik Shar, they're Adam the Azik Adam. Now the Gemara is going to ask at the end of this Cheshbin that it's not true. Because what did Rav Oishi add? He added nine. He added the four Shaimrim, and he added the Chamisha Dvarim that Rechavu B'chaver is Chayev. Now the Chamisha Dvarim that Rechavu B'chaver is Chayev is Adam the Azik Adam, by definition. But the Dalit Shaimrim, you're not watching a person, you're watching... Uh, thing. And as a result, that Luchura is Adam the Azik Shar. So the Territ of the Gemara seemingly would work for five of the nine the Ravoshi added, not for the other four. But either way, says the Gemara that Rav will tell you the Ravoshia learned like me that Mava is Adam. And Afal Pikain, he added another nine of Adam. And the reason is because according to Ravoshia, the Adam that is Mava is Adam the Azik Shar. Whereas what Ravoshi is being moistened is Adam the Azag Adam. But the Gemara says, If Ravoshi, although he holds Mav as Adam, was moistened Tregavni Adam, he wanted to have not only Adam the Azag Shar, but also Adam the Azag Adam. So how can Ravoshi in his list then add another type of Shar? What other type of Shar? Listen, Shar, the Azag Shar, the Listen, Shar, the Azag Adam. If Mav which is Adam, means only Adam the Azik Shar. So you would think that Shar, which is Shar, also is Shar the Azik Shar. So just like Rav Oishin was Moisif, Adam the Azik Adam, he should have also been Moisif, Shar the Azik Adam. But the Gemara says, Hi, my, that's not a kasha. Bishlam, Adam the Azik Shar, Nesneku the Meshalim. But Adam the Azik Adam, Meshalim Arbodvarim. The reason Rav Oishia added Adam the Azik Adam, despite the fact that the Tana Mish already said Mava, which means Adam the Azik Shar, it's because the dinim of Adam the Azik Shar and Adam the Azik Adam are very different. Adam the Azik Shar, you're a regular Mazik. Adam the Azik Adam, you're Chayiv in the four additional things. So the Shulchan Aruch is so different. In fact, there's a whole parak later in the Sechtas Bavakama called Parak Achoyvul that deals with the unique dinim of an Adam the Azik Adam. Something that it's so uniquely different. 
reference that therefore he mentioned it. But a shar da'azik adam, shar da'azik shar is the same thing. The shar is a mazik and you have to pay. So being that there's no major difference in halacha, you don't have the arba'ad varim, so there was no reason to single it out. And it's for that reason he didn't. Meaning, Elashar inside Malishar the Azikshar, Malishar the Azikadam. Idiv idi nezekudemashalim. And being that it's all the same, so therefore there was no reason to single out. So again, according to Rav the Mavis Adam, why did the Tana the Mishnah not mention the nine things that Rav Oshia added? Because Tana Adam v'chol milid Adam. Okay, Rav Oshia. Mavis Adam, you counted Mavis. How come you're now mentioning these nine things? So the Gemara explained because Tana. Adam the Azik Shar, Vitana Adam the Azik Adam. Maviz Adam the Azik Shar, the nine things that he added are all Adam the Azik Adam. What's the Kasha that we already spoke out? It's not true. Of the nine, five of them are Adam the Azik Adam. Nezik Tari Peshavas and Moshes, but the other four, the Dalit Shaymer, are not. So this is where the Gemara asks the Kasha. The Adam the Azik Shar, who Vikatani, and yet it says it. In other words, the Gemara is. Terrets only work to answer some. It didn't work to answer the other. And for the Gemara, you have to say that the reason Rav Oishya, who, although he holds Mavis Adam, added Darba Shoimrin, is because they're unique. How so? Our Mishnah, or Mavis, that Rav Oishya includes in his list of 13, is Adam the Azik Shar Biyodayim. As opposed to the Dalit Shoimrin, they're Adam the Azik Shar, but it's Bimemela, meaning it happens because you just weren't watching it properly, and it's for that reason a uh, Hezek of some sort ended up happening. And being that they're different, it's for that reason the Rav Oshia singled them out. So again, Rav said, Mavaza Adam, it's Komili the Adam. Anything you can think of Adam, that's going to be included. As opposed to Rav Oshia, see, he's being a little bit more granular. He's nitpicking a little bit. He says, Mava is Adam, but Adam the Azik Shar. Biyodayim. However, Adam the Asik Sharbim Memelo, that's not included. I'll give them to you. That's the Dalit Shaymrim. So tack on four to the list. Additionally, Adam the Asik, Adam, which is certainly not included in Mava, which is Adam the Asik Shar, that's also going to be mentioned separately, and therefore he tacks on another five. So what's the bottom line? Our Mishnah said, our Ba'avos Nazikin, Ravoshia said, 13 of us again. The four of our Mishnah were Ashar, Vabar, Vamava, Vahever. Rav added to that the four Shoimrim and the Chamish Advarim that every Chayvah B'chaveri has to pay. The question is, what is the Machloikis between the time of our Mishnah that only has our Ba'av Yisazikin and Rav has Yud Gimel of Yisazikin? And just to say this, Sindritimu, we keep on repeating this throughout the beginning of the Masech, there's no Machloikis in Halacha. It's a Machloikis in semantics, in terms of how to present the Halacha. The time of the Mishnah presented it as our Ba'av Yisazikin, Rav presented it as 13 of Yisazikin. What's the Nekudas HaMachloikis? According to Shmuel, it's very, very glad. The Tanavar Mishnah was only discussing Niske Mamen, as opposed to Rav was discussing even Niske Adam. And all nine that he added are Niske Adam. When a Shomer is negligent, he's the one that's being negligent. And when someone's Chayvah B'chaveri, he's the one that hits somebody. So, therefore, the Tanavar Mishnah didn't mention those nine, because we're only talking about Niske Mamen, as opposed to Rav mentioned those nine, because we're talking even about Niske Adam. According to Rav, it's a little bit trickier, because according to Rav, the Tanavar Mishnah is discussing Niske Adam. It says Mava, and Mava is Adam, according to Rav. So what's the Machloikis between the Tanavar Mishnah and between Rav Oishio? So the Gemara said, the Machloikis is, according to Rav, all of the nine things that Rav Oishio added are incorporated. They're all included in 
Mother, because Tana Adam Vachom, we did the Adam. Just like Shar means Shane, Karen, and Regal, so to Mother means call me the Adam. Rabbi Shia agrees that Shar means all of Shar, because he didn't add any Shars, but as it relates to Adam, there already he singled it out. And the reason is because by Adam you find different dinim depending on what exactly the context was. What's the breakdown? Mava, which is Adam, is referring to Adam the Azik Sharbi Adayim. He singled out the four Shaimrim because they're Adam the Azik Sharbi Memela. He also singled out the Chamisha Dvarim because that's Adam the Azik Adam. Either way, that concludes the Rab Oishia portion of the Suyatani Rabchia. Rabchia had another Brysa, and his Brysa said Esrim Varba Avois Naziken. They're not four, they're not 13, but there are 24 Avois Naziken. What are the 24? Tashlumi Kefal. A Ganav, if he gets caught, has to pay Kefal. Vitashlumi Arba Vichamisha. If somebody steals a Se or a Shar and he shechts it or he sells it, He'll have to pay either four times if it's a set or five times if it's a shar, connected what it is he stole. The ganav, a ganav. So Rashi says, really, ganav should be included in Tashlume Kefal because every ganav has to pay Kefal. So Rashi, it's not always true because Kefal is a kanas, Moidab kanas is potter. So there are times that a ganav doesn't pay Kefal, all he pays is Karen. The goslin, who never pays Kefal, what's the difference between a ganav and a goslin? So a goslin takes. The item right out of your hand. The Ganav does it more discreetly. The Edom Zaymimin, the Ha'inis, the Hamafata, Umaitse Shemra, the Hamatama. If somebody's Matama, somebody's Truma. The Hamadama. Or if somebody takes Truma and he mixes it up with his friend's Chulin. So he just devalued the Chulin because Chulin is more evil than Truma. There's more of a demand. More people can eat it. If somebody pours somebody else's wine, so if you count up what we just said, Kefal, Arbav Chamisha, Ganav, Gazam, Edom Zoyman, Oynes, Mefata, Moitzi Shemra, Metama, Medama, Manasech, that's 11. Vahani Tleser, and if you tack on the 13 of Rav Oishio, Esrim, Barba, you're going to end up with 24. So Rav Chia added 11 on top of Rav Oishio. Says the Gemara, Rav Oishio, my time, Eloitani, Hani. How come Rav Oishio didn't have those extra 11 that Rav Chia had? So the Gemara says, Bimamoyna Kamairi, Beknasa, Loikamairi. Because if you go through the list of things that Rav Chia added, so he's adding Knossos, and Rav didn't want to talk about Knossos. He's talking about Chiyuve Momin as opposed to a Knas. And all those things are Knas. Says the Gemara, is everything Knas? Let's start from the top of the list. Tashlume Kefel, that's a Knas. Tashlume Arbav Chamisha, that's a Knas. Ganav and Gazlin, that's not Knas, that's Karen. Right? What's the definition of Knas? When you pay more than the damage that you caused from a financial perspective, so you know you're paying Knas. A Ganav returns what he stole. A Gazlin returns what he stole. That's not Knas. That's moments. Afraid the Gemara, Ganav and Gazlin, the Mamoinu who listening, how come it wasn't mentioned? So the Gemara says, for that you have to say a different answer. You have to say, held Ganav and Gazlin are included in the Shemechinam and Shoyal that was already mentioned by Rav Oishia. So what does this even mean? So first things first. Rashi says that even though it says Shemechinam and Shoyal, the word Shoyal is loved after. Really what it means is it's included in Shemechinam. Okay. How is it included in Shemechinam? So Rashi sends us to the sugya of Toyentainas Ganav. So a Toyentainas Ganav or a Toyentainas Gazlan means a Shemechinam who is potter from Gneva Va'aveda. But at the same time, he doesn't just go scot-free if he says it was stolen. I'm sorry. No. 
You say it was stolen, you have to swear. What happens if he swears? Now we find out that he swore falsely and he's moida. So the Allah is, he's treated like a ganef. If he was Tony Tainas Ganev, or he's treated like a Gazlan if he's Tony Tainas Gazlan. Adkidekach, a Ganev has to pay Kefal, a Toy and Tainas Ganev also has to pay Kefal. There's a big Sugya that's going to come up a lot, a lot in the coming Sugyas. But the point is that a Shoymer Chinam sometimes pays like a Ganev, sometimes pays like a Gazlan when he's Toy and Tainas Ganev, when he's Toy and Tainas Gazlan. So it's for that reason, Rabbi didn't feel that he had to add separately Ganev and Gazlan because it's. Nichlal and Shoimachinam. Part and parcel of Shoimachinam is the Taintanas Gan of Taintanas Gazan, and that's why he didn't single out. So, again, even though Haktanule Shoimachinam Vashoyov, there's no concept of a Taintanas Gan and a Taintanas Gan by a show. Why not? Because if you're Taintanas Gan you have to pay. It's only in a Gaya by a Shoimachinam who's potter from Geneva. So, if he's Taintanas Gan so now there's a suit. You swear, let's see how it's going to play itself out. But the bottom line is, it's included already in Gan of Gazan. So, why did he single it out? So the Gemara says, Because although it's true on some level, Shemichinam has a Shaykhist to Ganev and Gazlan, but there's a fundamental difference in that a Ganev takes something Be'iser, Gazlan takes something Be'iser. A Toyntanis Ganev, Toyntanis Gazlan is Chayiv Chiyuve Ganev and Gazlan, but it's unique in that he took it Be'heter, right? When he was watching it, he was watching it Be'heter, and being that he took it Be'heter, so therefore it's treated a little bit differently. Says the Gemara, Edim Zoymimin, Dimamoyna Hulis. Now you say again, Rav didn't include the 11 that Rabkhiya added. Why? The short answer was because so the Gemara started literally from the top. It explains why he didn't say Kefal, explains why he didn't say Abba Chamisha. It doesn't explain why he didn't say Ganav Gazlan, but the Gemara says that could be not fair anyways, because it could be that's included in Shoimachina. Okay, moving along. Adam Zoyman. Adam Zoyman is. Kenas, Luchur, it's Mamayna. It's afraid to Gemara, if Edom Zayim is Mamayna, how come it wasn't mentioned? After the Gemara, Pashit, Savalak Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shehoza, Rabbi Akiva, the Amar, who said, Ein Mishalman, Alpi Atzman, and being that Ein Mishalman, Alpi Atzman, must be that it's, of course, Rabbi Akiva holds that Edom Zayim is a Kenas, Moed of Kenas is Pater, and it's for that reason, he didn't include Edom Zayim. Afraid to Gemara, is Savalak Rabbi Akiva, if... Rav Oishnia holds like Rabbi Akiva with regards to the halach of Edom Zayim Kanasa. So listen, Trey Gavni Shar. So why is it then that he didn't include Trey Gavni Shar? Rav Oishnia, going back to the previous Gemara, should have had a separate category for Shar. What would be the second category? Listen, Shar the Azik Shar. For listen, Shar the Azik Adam. He should have had Shar the Azik Shar, and he should have had Shar the Azik Adam. So what's the background to the question? The background to the question is: Is that Rav Oishnia? Added to the Arba of Nazikin, the four Shoimrim, and the Chamisha Dvarim that Achaybul Chaveri has to pay. The Gemara said that according to Shmuel, we understand why he added these nine, because the four of Nazikin only include Niske Mamun, and he's coming to add to that Niske Adam. But according to Rav, that Mavazel Adam, so why is he adding uh, another nine? So the Gemara said that although Ravoshia agrees that Mav is Adam, but Adam means Adam the Azik Shar, and he's adding Adam the Azik Adam. The Gemara said, if he felt it necessary to distinguish between Adam the Azik Shar and Adam the Azik Adam, why didn't he do the same thing regarding Shar? So how come he didn't add to what the title of the Mishnah said, which was Shar, 
not only Shar, which Lechura means Shar the Azik Mamen, but also Shar the Azik Adam. And the Gemara said the reason is because no difference between a Shar that's Mazik and Shar versus a Shar that's Mazik and Adam. There's a difference between an Adam that's Mazik and Shar and an Adam that's Mazik and Adam. One you just pay Nezek, and the other one you pay Nezek Tzari Peshavis Boishas. So being that there's no difference in Allah, therefore he didn't add it. But the Gemara says like this If Rav Oishia is Shitas Rabbi Akiva, then there actually is a chilik between a shar da'azik shar and a shar da'azik adam. And this is based on a shitas Rabbi Akiva that's mentioned in a Mishnah Lekamon, Daf Lamid Gimel, who holds, I'll just speak it outside, that is a shar, tam, that is mazik in adam, has to pay nazik shar. So we know a shar tam pays chatzi nazik. Rabbi Akiva has a shita that a shar tam da'azik Shar pays Chatzin Nezek. But a Shar Tam the Azik Adam pays Nezek Shalom. So again, what's the Kasha Oisavenik? So the Kasha is that if there's a Chilik between a Shar the Azik Shar and a Shar the Azik Adam in Rabbi Akiva's world, and Rabbi Yishe is going a little bit to Rabbi Akiva, so how come he didn't add a separate line item for Shar in his list? And he should have had more than 13. He should have thrown on Shar the Azik Adam because although it says Shar in the Mishnah, it means Shar the Azik Shar. Just like when it says Mam in the Mishnah, it means Adam the Azik Shar. And therefore he felt he had to add. Adam the Azag Adam, the Chamisha Dvarim, so therefore he should have had the same thing with Shar. So, what is the background to this sheet? Rabbi Akiva, the Gemara says the Tan Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said, Af Tom Shechav Adam. If a Tom hits a person, Meshalim B'Moisen Azag Shalim, he has to pay the full difference in the damages. So, what's the literal translation of these words? So, the Mishnah video was talking about where a person got into a fight with a Shar, literally. So, the person was. Mazik the shar and the shar was mazik the person. So what's the halacha? So if two shvarim, for example, get into a fight, so what you do is you figure out who got the better end, right, of this uh, brawl, and the owner of that shar is going to end up paying the difference. If it's a shar tam, he's going to pay half of the difference. So the Mishnah is talking about where an adam and a shar went at it. So if the shar was a shar tam. And it got the better end of the deal. So the Baal HaShar Tam is going to be chayev. And how much is he going to have to pay? Mishalim B'Moyser. He's going to have to pay the difference. But Nezak Shalim. He's going to have to pay the full thing. And this is based on Rabbi Akiva Shita that a Shar Tam, the Azik Adam, has to pay Nachat Nezak Shalim. But again, if there's a chilik between Shar the Azik Shalim and Shar the Azik Adam, how come it wasn't mentioned? So the Gemara says, not a kasha. Because Hatavi Rabbi Akiva Lekzize, Rabbi Akiva's halacha was already taken down a notch, Rashi says, even though he came with a strong fist, shtickle pun here in the sugya, but really it was weakened a little bit. The Tanya, and this is explained in the following price, Rabbi Kiva said, you would think that just like a tam da azik adam has to be an azik shalom, so too he should be mishalom in aliyah. So we saw yesterday what that means to be mishalom in aliyah. One of the chidushim of a shar tam is that he only pays migufa. So for example, if a shar tam caused $5,000 worth of damage, he has to pay chatzin nezik, which is $2,500. But the shar tam is only worth $1,000. So the owner is only going to have to pay $1,000. Because you're only mishalom migufa. Mishalom in aliyah means you're going to have to pay Meitav, and you're going to have to pay regardless of what the perpetrator, whatever the mazik was worth. So Rabbi Akiva says that although a short time the Azak Adam pays Nezik Sholem, but he is Mishalman Aliyah. He's, I'm sorry, he's not Mishal Men Aliyah. You would think he should be Mishal Men Aliyah. And from there we learn, Mikufa Mishal Men Aliyah. Yasaloi is talking about Shard Azak Adam, and it's coming to teach me that you only pay Migufa. What's the point? The point is that although it's true, according to Rabbi Akiva, there's a chilek between a Shard Azak Shar and a Shard Azak Adam 
as it relates to a short time paying chatsi nezek or nezek shalim, but the chilek is a limited chilek. Tavri Rabbi Akiva Lekziza, it's not mamish a huge chilek. It is a chilek. Chatsi nezek nezek shalim, which to me sounds like a chilek. But at the same time, being that the nezek shalim that you're paying is mikufa, as opposed to mino aliyah, so it's not enough of a chilek for Rabbi Akiva to have singled it out. So again, la'oyla rabayishia, not Rabbi Akiva, rabayishia. Rabayishia is going aliba. The Rabbi Akiva. And that's why Adam Zoyimimin he didn't mention. Because Beknasa like Kamairi and Adam Zoyimimin is Knasa. The Kasha was if he holds like Rabbi Akiva with regards to Eid Zoyimim Knas, he should hold like Rabbi Akiva regarding everything. And he should hold like Rabbi Akiva that a short time to Azik. Adam has to pay Nezek Shalom. And if that's the case, it's a chilek between a Shor Tazek Shor, a Shor Tazek Adam. So going back to the Tchilas Hasugya, how come he didn't single out Shor the way he singled out Adam? The answer is because although it's true, he also could be Akiva, and there is a chilek between a Shor Tazek Shor, a Shor Tazek Adam. But the chilek is not so stark because it only shtals the chais with regards to Chatsi Nezek Nezek Shalom, not with regards to whether you Mishalim, Yigufi, Mishalim, Yigufi, Mishalim, Aliyah. And therefore he didn't single it out. Continuing, Involve mammon. Something involves mammon. So how come Rav Yishe didn't mention? Now the truth is, Oynes and Mefata and Moitzi Shemra involve mammon. It also involves knas, right? The more obvious is the knas. It's the Chamishim Shekel Kesef that the Torah says that this Oynes and the Mefata has to pay. Moitzi Shemra has to pay. Not 50, but he has to pay 100. But in addition to that, there's also Chiyuvei Mamen. Because anytime someone's Oynes was Mefatu, was Moitzi Shemra, on some level, he's also being Chayvah B'chaveira. And therefore, Sugis and Parakei Lunairis, you have to Cheshben all the different Chiyuvei Mamen that come, come along with it. So the Gemara's cash is that I understand Rav Oishio didn't want to mention Oynes, Mefatu, Moitzi Shemra from the Knas perspective, because the Knas are like Amairi. But at the same time, how come he didn't mention him inside the Mamen component? So the Gemara says, Man of I'll tell you why. It's just a simple moment of shach. In Nezek, which one of the Chiyuve Mammon do you want him to mention? You want to mention Nezek? Tanale. He said Nezek. Itzar? Tanale. Iboishes? Tanale. Ipgam? I know Nezek. Ipgam is Nezek. In fact, some say that the Girsa of the Gemara doesn't even make so much sense because Nezek and Pgam is literally the same thing. So why then would you say, is it Nezek or it's Pgam, which is Nezek? But regardless, the only come up with it that he didn't mention yet is the Knas. And we already explained that he's not talking about the Knas. So that's not fair, right? So we understand why he didn't say, that's Knas. God of Gazlin, that was included in Shemachinim. Edom Zoyimim is Knas. The Mammon parts of it he already mentioned. the Knas, he's not talking about Knas. Okay, so where are we up to? Those are the last three. Says the Gemara, how can we mention those? things, if somebody's metam his friend's truma, if somebody takes truma and he mixes it with his friend's chulin, or if somebody's menasach, someone's wine, lavoy, desara, how come those things weren't mentioned? Aren't those things mamin? So the Gemara says, man of shach, not such a pashtakasha. Why? Because those types of hezeks are unique. They're unique because they're what's known as a hezek she'enoi nikar. They don't see any physical damage to the thing that was damaged. So if somebody makes something tamay, you can't look at it and see that it's tamay. 
you can know it's tame, but it's not something that you can physically see. I mean that it's not something that you can physically see, so it's for that reason it's what's known as Hezek Shein and Nikr. Now, whether or not a Hezek Shein and Nikr is considered a Hezek or is not considered a Hezek, that's a major sugya in Perikhan Izok, in Masech Tizkitin, we learned together not so long ago. But the bottom line is, the Gemara says, as it relates to why Rav Oishu didn't mention Madama Menasech, so let's work this through. If he holds Hezek Shein and Nikr, Shmei Hezek, so then all it is is a regular Hezek, Hatan Nezek, and he Hezek Shein and Nikr, Loishmei Hezek, if he then Then it's a knas. Because if it's not a hezek, then why are you paying? If you didn't cause the guy damage, now you caused him damage. But if it's not called hezek in halacha, so why are you paying? Obviously, it's a knas. No, the knas like Kamari. We already said that knas like Kamari. So Zakti Gemara is very gishma. So the Gemara says as a postscript to this: Should we assume that Rabbi is of the opinion that hezek shenei nikas loish hezek dish may hezek? Because if Rabbi holds that hezek shenei nikas may hezek, Nezek, so isn't it included in Nezek? Meaning, let's talk Rabchia now. Rabchia added a matam of Amadam of Amanasek. Why is that not included in Nezek? So, can we take out, can we extrapolate from Rabchia's list? Of 24 mazikin that he must hold hezek sheni nikker is loishme hezek. Therefore, it's not included in hezek. That's why he mentioned the Gemara says no, no. Maybe Rebchia, who's clearly very wordy in his list and he's very, very inclusive. So maybe he felt that even though we mentioned nezek, but nezek means hezek nikker, and I still want to single out and I want to mention also hezek sheni nikker. So the bottom line. We had the Abalvis Nazikin. Rav Oshia added to that list. He had 13. We already went through the Machloikis between the town of our Mishnah, why he had four, and where Rav Oshia added in his 13. But then Rav Chia went and he added another 11. He had 24. What's the Machloikis between Rav Oshia and Rav Chia in that one has 13 and one has 24? The short answer, which really encompasses most, is Beknasa Leikamayri. And that's something that Rav Oishia was sensitive to. I want to talk about Knossos, whereas Rav Chia was willing to talk about Knossos. Now, that in of itself doesn't answer the whole question, because at the same time, Rav Chia included Ganav Agazim, which is not a Knoss, yet Rav Oishia didn't. So you have to say a different tarot. So you have to say, because he held that was included in Shai Also, Hezek She'enei Nikr, Matama B'dama V'amenasech, Kubi is not a knas, and Rav Oishia didn't include it, whereas Rav Chia did. And you'll have to say that Rav Oishia held it's included in Nezek, whereas Rav Chia wanted to add Hezek She'enei Nikr as a class for itself. So simply saying that Rav Chia is talking about knasas, and Rav Oishia is not talking about knasas, is not a one-size-fits-all answer for all 11. It's definitely the Muscharishan and the Muscharachan of the Gemara, but there are a few other nuances along the way that... Rabchia and Rabbeishnia were quote unquote arguing about when they presented their list. according to the Tana of our Mishnah, So the Mishnah began Now, anytime you find a number, you find a count in a Mishnah or in a Brisa, there's a reason. And the Gemara assumes that the reason we're counting is becoming Lamute is something, right? Just had in the beginning of Masechtes Kedushin. No, Isha Niknes B'shalosh Derachim. The Gemara said Minyana Derech Lamutei Ma'ay Minyana Desefer Lamutei Ma'ay. Right, that's always the Gemara's gisha to seeing a number. So the Tan of our Mishnah had a number. Avavis Nazikin. Oh, by the way, Rav Oishi also had a number. Tani Rav Oishi Shmoisha Avavis Nazikin. Rav Chia also had a number. Esrim Varba Avavis Nazikin. So the question is, what are these numbers coming with? So this is the Tan of our Mishnah Lamutei Rav Oishi. Very posh. Four as opposed to one. 
Oh, that's easy as opposed to 13. He said 13 as opposed to what? As opposed to 24. Didn't Rabchia seemingly cover everything? So if he covered everything, so what's his minyana coming to your mind? So the Gemara says, No, there's two things that he could have added that he didn't have. What is that? A moiser, that's easy, and a mafagal. So what's a mafagal? A mafagal is a coin that's doing the avoider, and while he's doing the avoider, he has a machshavis pigle. What's a machshavis pigle? He has a mind to do an achilas mizbeach. Achilas basar, akhtara simurim, ezrikisadam, eshvichirat, chutzlis manoi, or chutzlam koima. So, if someone has a machshavis pigle, he's a mazik. Incidentally, what does Rashi say regarding mafagal? This is in the conversation of the most Shver Rashi and Shas. Rashi says, What's Mephagel? Koyin Sheshachat Karboni Shal Yisrael, Chatos Hashem Shlomo. It means a Koyin that is Shechting a, a carbon, and he brought a carbon Chatos and had in mind Lashem Shlomo. That's what we know as Shaloy Lashma. Not what we know as Mephagel. We've spoken about this Rashi many times over the years. I am the related raid by it. But either way, Lemute Moiser Umavagel. A Moiser is a Mazak, and Rabchia didn't mention it in his 24. And a Mephagel is a Mazak, he didn't mention it in his 24. So that is what the Minyara de Rabchia is coming to Mute. Says Marvelusni, no, Adarabah, why didn't he mention it? Meaning, we explained why the Tanav Mishnah didn't mention all Rabchias, and we mentioned um, all Ravoshias, and we mentioned Ravoshia didn't mention all Rabchias. But how come Rabchia Taka didn't mention these two? So Marvel says, Bishlaim and Mephagel, Bishlaim and Mephagel. Right, we're learning, say, the Nazikin, say, the Yeshuas. We're not learning, say, the Kachim now. We're not talking about Kachim. We're talking about non Kachim related items. That's easy. How can we mention Moisa? So the Gemara says, Shani Moisa did the Ibura, Ubidibura like Kamari. A Moisa is a Masik. He's one of the he's one of the Nazikin. But at the same time, he does it with his mouth. And being that he does it, Bidibura, Bidibura like Kamari. Fate the Gemara of a Moisi Shemra did the Ibura Viktani. Rabchia mentioned Moitzi Shemra, was one of his 24, and that's Badibura. So the Gemara says, it's true, but Dibura de Isbe Maisahu. Moitzi Shemra is Dibura de Isbe Maisa, and Rashi says one word, Be'ilo. The only time somebody could be a Moitzi Shemra is if there was a Be'ilo. There was a Be'ilo, and he's saying, Pesach Pesach Matzasi, or Le Matzasi, Le Bitchapsulim, and it turns out that he wasn't telling the truth. That's when he's a Moitzi Shemra. But being that to be a Moitzi Shemra, you would have had to have done him. A Moiser could have never done a Mice in his life, and he could still be a Moiser. A Moiser Shemra, part and parcel of the parish of Moiser Shemra, is that you did a Mice. So although the act of being Moiser Shemra is Bidibura, but it had to be preceded by a Mice, and therefore it's a Dibura that's Isbe Mice. For Edom Zayim in Fate Gemara, that's a good one. That was mentioned by Rabchia, and that's Dibura, the Lesbe Maisahu, Viktani, right? What's the Maisa by Edom Zayman? So the Gemara says, Hasam over there, Avakaf the Lesbe Maisa, Barachmana Karye Maisa. Even though there is no Maisa there, but the Torah refers to Edom Zayman as having done a Maisa. The Chsiv, as the Pasik says, is a very Shver Gemara. Right? You give the Edom Zayman Kashazam, you do to them what they wanted to do. So you see, the Torah used the word Lassois in the context of Edom Zayman. Why is the Shver Gemara? Because the Torah say just the opposite. You do what they wanted to do, but they didn't do it. In fact, everyone knows the rule. Kashazamam, Veloy Kasharasa. Torah, Karya Maisa, very, very Shver Gemara. But either way, the Gemara says that you want to know what Rabchia's Minyana is Asal He's coming to be Mamayat Moiser, which is a Dibura, the Lespe Maisa, and that's why he didn't want to talk about it. And he's coming to be Mamayat Mafago because Bekotchem Loikamai. One last Gemara on this note. Bishlam, Bishlam, according to the Tan of our Mishnah. When the Mishnah said, Arba Ovois Nezikin, Tana Ovois Mechlal De Ikataltis, implies that this Taltis, that's the 
literally first words of Mesechtes Bavakam. Midik Tani, Oves, Mechlal, Deikot, Taldus. Taldus, Eim, Kayoitz, Mehem, Oi, Lav, Kayoitz, Mehem. But it's very good, the word Oves, because all four of the Oves do have Taldus. The Gemara and Dabez and Gimel went through the Taldus of the respective Oves. Elul, the Rabchia, Rav Oishia. But according to Rabchia, Rav Oishia, they have a long list of Nezikin, Oves, Mechlal, Deikot, Taldus. Is the word oldest an appropriate word? Because that would imply that this told us. Told they say, Emmanuel, what are the toldus? I don't know what the toldus are. Says the Gemara, Amr Rabavo, Rabavo said, You're right, there are no toldus. Rav Oishia is 13, the other nine don't have toldus. And Rav Chia's other 20, of over the four in the Mishnah, don't have any toldus. So if that's the case, why are we calling them toldus? Toldus implies. And why are we calling them others? Others implies Taldus. If they don't have Taldus, so then we shouldn't call them others. The reason we call them others is because Kulon Ke Avos. Because they have the halachic status like the others. And how? Lashalemi Metav. That they have to pay from Metav just like the others have to pay Metav. So the Mishnah said, Abavis and Zikin, Hatzad Ashavashabahem, Kishahizik Havamazik Lashalem, Metav, right? That's what the Mishnah said. Now, what does Metav mean? We're going to start to sue you Metav, Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow. But the point is, you have to pay Metav. You have to pay from the Shenstein, the best. What's the Makar to having to pay Metav? Where does it come from? So, the Torah says, Metav Sadeo, Metav Karma Yishalem. Where does it say that? It says it by the Mazik of Shem Veregel. V'shilach Hasbiru, Bir Bistayachar. Metav Sadeo, Metav Karma. From there we learn that not only Shem Veregel, but all of the Arba Ovis Nazikin. So, all the Arba Ovis Nazikin have in common that you have to pay from Metav. Now, once we know that Darba obviously is can have to pay Metav, we also know that all of Ravoshia's and Rabchia's additional Nazikin have to pay Metav as well. And the reason we're calling them Ovois is to teach me this halacha that they're like the Ovois Nazikin and the Mishnah that have to pay Metav, they too have to pay Metav. So, really, what they wanted to say, Ravoshia and Rabchia respectively, is, is that you have to pay Metav. The reason he didn't he didn't say it Mephorish. Instead, he said it Biramiza. Biramiza. What's the Biramiza? Let me call them Avos. And you'll understand they're not Avos, because Avos Bechlal, they told us, and they don't have told us. So why then am I calling them Avos? Because Kulon Ki Avos. They're like Avos. Vashalemi Meitav. And again, my Taima, what is the reason? Meaning, Hagufa. How do you know that they have to pay Meitav? Asya, it's based on one of the following four Gzairish Avos. Either Tachas, or Nesina, or Yeshalim, or Kasev. So feel free to go through a long Rashi right here, you should, where Rashi works through what exactly this means. But the point is that if you go through the Arba of Yisazikin, you're going to find that they mention either the word Tachas, or Nesina, or Yeshalim, and Kasev. And then if you go through Rebchia's long list, meaning take the longest list, which is Rebchia's, and you'll see that all of those Nesikin that he mentioned also say either the word Tachas, Nesina or Yishalim and Kesa. So you can pick Zereshava Tachas Tachas or Nesina Nesina Yishalim Yishalim or Kesa Kesa. You're going to end up with a Shaykhis between those Chav Dal Mazikin and Arbavis Mazikin of our Mishnah. And via that, you'll end up with the halacha being that just like you pay Meitav by the Arbavis Mazikin, you're going to have to pay Meitav in that instance as well. So we're going to go weiter, but just to come up for breath for a second. Just two very, very simple R's. The first R is, the Chesam Soifer, right here on this last Gemara, here in Chetush Sheikh Chesam Soifer, Amasech Tisbavakama, says that it comes out that the Mishnah said, Arba Avos Nazikin, Rav Oishin said 13 Avos Nazikin, Rav Chiyah said 24 Avos Nazikin. But the word Avos, as it relates to the Arba Avos Nazikin, 
are not the same as the word Avos as it relates to Rav Oishi and Rav Chia. Because the Mishnahs are Ba'avos and Zikin are Avos Michlal the Ikatoldos. As opposed to Rav Oishi's and Rav Chia's, it's only Ke'avos that you're going to pay Meita. So the Chassam Soifer says, Lefizeh, I think in Cheshben Asugya, the Gemara said, Tanu de Maslisen, my time will loitonic Rav Oishia. Right? Why didn't he all like Rav Oishia? The Territ is Pashit. He didn't like Rav Oishia because he was saying our Ba'avos and Zikin that are and being that he only wants others that have told us, so he didn't mention Rav Oishis, because Rav Oishis, others don't have told us. So, Betchilos has sugya, where the Gemara doesn't chap this yet. So over there, the Gemara mutshed, and we had a whole first part of the sugya trying to figure out Rav Tanavar Mishnah's list versus Rav Oishis' list. But Lafia Maskana, that the others of our Mishnah have told us, and all the other others don't have told us, so then there's a very stark difference between the taich of the word Avis, it's just in Cheshben and in Pshad Asugya, it would be very, very posh why the time of our Mishnah had four, and the time of our Mishnah didn't mention Ravoshis. One other interesting thing, which is interesting, but for another day, and that is, so you had Rav Oishia's Braisa of 13 Avis Nazikin, and you had Rav Chia's Braisa of 24 Avis Nazikin. There's a Tesefta here in Masechtas Bavakama. And it's the first Taisefta in Perictas. So yeah, the right girsa in the Taisefta is Yud Gimel Hain Avois Nazikin. Hashor Vahabar Vahamava Vahever, Shemichin Vashon Laisasaka Vasoicher, Nazik Tsar Viripoi, Visheves Uboshes. So the Taisefta seemingly is Rav Oishia's list of Avois Nazikin. It's the 13 Avois Nazikin. Rav Chia and Rav Oishia are to Bryce's, like Ravina Ravashi are to Gemara's, like Rabbi Nasi was to the Mishnah. And there's some raid, Shirugayin and the Chaykrim over the years that delved into these things, who Stam Sefta is. Was Stam Sefta Rav or Stam Sefta Rav This is a big raya that Stam Sefta was Rav Because here you have a Sefta that was clearly... Tony Rav Oishia, not Tony Rav Chia. And this is used as one of the grace of the to try to figure out who exactly Stam Sefta was. It would seem that Stam Sefta is Rav Oishia, not Rav Chia. I think the conventional wisdom is that Stam Sefta is Rav Chia. But from here it would seem that it's really Rav Oishia. Now, in terms of Stam Sefta, who the Tan of the Sefta is, that's something else. But as far as who presented the Sefta, who is the was he a Tanu Amaira? It's a little bit tricky. He's a Tanu Upali. But in terms of who it was that presented the Toiseftas, from this it would seem a classic Tani Ravoshia, Tani Rabchia Machloikis, and the Toiseftas going Aliba the Ravoshia. Either way, we return to our regular program, which is the Mishnah. So again, the Mishnah said, What's the definition of Ovis? Which means that the Torah is singled out Shar, it's singled out Bar, it's singled out Mava, and it's singled out Hefer. Which means that according to Rav, it's singled out Karen, Shane, Regel, Bar, Adam, and Esh. According to Shmuel, it's singled out Regel, Bar, Shane, and Esh. Now, the Mishnah went weiter, and the Mishnah asked the unspoken question. Right? Sometimes the Mishnah talks, but it's clear that it's bothered by something, and it's answering a question that it just didn't speak out in Bakhtain of Imtoim. Right? So the Mishnah says, why did Torah have to mention all these Zavish Nazikin independently? Why can't you just say one, and I would know the other from that one? So right away, If it would have said Shara, I wouldn't have known Mava. Had it said Mava, I wouldn't have known Shara. And had it said Shara Mava, being that they have in common that they're Ruachayim, I wouldn't have known Hever, which is Eish, Sheim by Ruachayim. And had it said Shar, and had it said Mava, and had it said Eish, 
being that they're all darker leilachal hazik, I still wouldn't have known bar she ain't darker leilachal hazik. Stating that once the Torah told me shor bar maven hever markedisle markedisle. Now we're ready. I have a tzad hashava, and the tzad hashava is marbe anything that's darker lahazik u'shmiras on olach. Either way, that is what the Mishnah said, and the Gemara now is going to explain that part of the Mishnah. Lo yarei ashar keharei hamaven. My comma. What do those words even mean? So we know what they mean. What the Gemara means to say when it says is why did the Torah have to write both? Torah should have wrote one, and I would have known the other from that one. And that's what the Mishnah means when it says If it would have said Shar, I went to know Mav. If it would have said Mav, I went to know Shar. But then the Mishnah continued, and the two having common that they're Ruachayim, so they're not Kareya. What does that part of the Mishnah mean? Again, we know what it means because we learned Rashi, who had learned the Gemara. So we're coming after the fact. This is all in real time. Ramashashi said in the name of Rabba Hachi Kamar, this is what the Mishnah means to say. That I understand But once the Torah wrote why can I learn Why can I learn Ish from that? It's for that reason that the Tana the Mishnah said, that just like I can't learn one from one. I can't learn one from two either. Either way, the Mishnah continues, and the Mishnah says that I need four. Once I have four, at that point, I know everything that I need to know. So we're going to pick up tomorrow from Omar Rav, two lines from the top of the Afei As it relates to raid. so going back to yesterday. So yeah, yesterday, we mentioned the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch in... Uh, Simon Shin Ayin Chesif Aleph, where the Mechaber says that there's an Isser for a person to be Mazik Mamun Chavera. In other words, when you think of the laws of Nezigin, you think of Chiyuvah. If somebody is Mazik, you have to pay. Kishahizik Chava Mazik Lashal. But the Mechaber Belushani Azov says, that you should know that if you're Mazik Mamel Chavera, not only do you have to pay, but to add insult to injury, you also did an Avera. You were also over an Issa. Now, we said yesterday that it would seem to be the most obvious thing in the world. Lomali cross Svaruhu, stating that if you mind in the Rishonim and the Achroinim and the Paiskin, it seems to be unclear what the source to this Isser even is. Even on a Gemara level, it's not like you have 10 Gemaras that say this. That we spoke a little bit about yesterday. But regardless, there seems to be confusion in terms of what the source is. And yesterday we mentioned nine Makaris. Just to chazen them over really quickly. From the Lashon Torah, it sounds like it's related to the Issa of Exil. So if you can't be a Ganav, you can't be a Gazel, it means it's his thing. Stay away from it. Okay, so if that's the case, I can't be a Mazak either. The Amshel Shloimah says... In Perikah Goizel Umaychel, the Ahaftal Reyachel Kamoich. From the Rambam Sefer Mitzvahs, Reish Tzadik Zayin Loisa say it sounds like it's included in Loisamid Al Dam Reyachel. The Rishonim talk about there being a Isser Bal Tashchis to be Mazik someone else's thing, and by the way, your thing as well. Remei Simcha in Parshas Kedoshim, and we found that the Yad Rama and Perik Loyachber talks about in certain situations, like if you make a bar Avnei Sakinu Masoi, you'd be over if Neivel Loisita Mirchol. The Chassam Sofer says it's a Geder, it's a Shmira for Shmartem Oidlan Avshay Seichem. The Stipler said. It's included in 
Hashavas Aveda, according to Gemara Bava Metzia, Daflamidalf, the Chol Avedas Achichas, the Rabbis Avedas Karka. We suggested maybe the Ramban, Vasisa, Yoshava Atoy. And then finally, Rabchayim told Rabbarch Ber that Veloyish Merenu isn't just the Din, but Veloyish Merenu is an Isser as well. That Lichten Veloyish Merenu, an Isser, not only for you not to be Mazik, but even for your moment to be Mazik. But the bottom line is, there's what's known as the Isser Mazik. So every time you handle Nazikin, there's two Dinim. There's the Chiyuve moment, that's one din, and also there's the Isavahetic component, that is the second din. The Gemara on that phase on the days, just to go down memory lane here, was discussing how you know that when it says in the Torah Ki Yigach, that it means Karen. So the Gemara brought a Brisa, Gimel Ovois Nemru Bashar, HaKaren Vashem Vaharegel. Karen mean all on. How do you know Karen is an Av? And if it's an Av, by definition, it means it's somewhere before in the Torah. Where do you find in the Torah that a Shar that Shtoises with his Karen is considered Nizikin? So the Gemara said, the Tanur Rabbanon, it's a Brisa. It says, Ki Yigach, ein Negicha Ela Bekaren. Negicha means Karen. How do I know that? Shenema, the Pasuk says, Vayasloi Tzitkiyah ben Kenano. Karne Barzel, Vayoimer Koyamar Hashem, Be'ele Tenagach Esarom, Vigoimer. So, we're talking about Karen, Vayasloi Tzitkia Ben Kanana Karne Barzel, and Be'ele Tenagach, we're talking about Negichos, you see, ain't Negicha Elabakar. Vayoimer, and the Gemara said there's actually a second Pasik, it says, Bechor Shoiroi Hadarloi, Vikarne Reim Karnov. So again, it says the word Shar, it says Karen. And the Pasuk concludes, Bahem Amim Yenagach. So you find Negicha and Karen. So there's two Psukim where you find Negicha and Karen associated with each other. Thus, when it says, Ki Yigach in the Torah, Ein Negicha Elba Karen, that's why Karen is one of the others. So the Gemara asked the Kasha, and that is, why do I need two Psukim? L'chura, one Pasuk would have been enough. This is not such a hard question that you should have to come on to a second answer. You have a Pasuk. Pick the Pasuk that you prefer. And Luchura, from this one Pasuk, I already know that So why do I need two Pesukim? So the Gemara said like this, I would have thought, had I only had the first Pasuk, that's the way the Gemara is cheshbening, I would have thought, this that the Torah differentiated between a Tam and a Mu'ud, that's only true if the Karen was tallish, if it was detached. Such as in this pasuk, Vayasnoi Tzidkiyah ben Kenana Karne Barzel, Vayoymer Koyam Hashem Beilo Tanagach Zaram. Over there, he fashioned these Karne Barzel. They were detached; they weren't on the head of the shar. So I would have thought over there is when you have Negicha being Karen, and when the Torah says Kiyigach Shar, what does it mean? It means the shar had the Karen in his mouth, let's say, and it went, and it shtoist, and there there's a chila between a tam and a muad. Avo b'mechuberes, but if the Karen is attached to the shar, so I would think, Ema kula muadasi. Maybe that's not the negicha of Karen, and what would be the halach over there then, if the animal shtoises, maybe even the first time, you're ready to be chayib as a muad. Tashma, b'chor shari hadalai, the Karen irem Karen, of there the Karen is on the animal, and still we're referring to it as behem. So it's clear that even there we refer to it as Nagich. So when the Torah says Kiyigach, it means Saif the 
animal stays with its karen talush, or say if the animal stays with the karen mechobah, regardless you'll be subject to the parasha that what? That you'll be a tam, and only after you'll be a mur. So again, metaklarkite. If we only would have had the makar that negicha is karen when it's talush, I would have thought only there is their tamamur. But what if it's mechobah? I would have thought right out of the gate, it's already a mood. That even if it's mechuber, first you're a tam and then you're a mood. Freak the Rajba. Alatar, on this Gemara, he says, casually, it sounds like from the Gemara, had I only known that Negicha is Karen Tlusha, I would have thought that Karen Mechuberes is Kula Muadasi. Freak the Rajba, Adar I would have said just the opposite. A Mokula Tamohi. If I wouldn't have any gilui from the Torah itself, what the halacha is, as it relates to a shar, that shtois is karen, where it's mechuber, all I would know is that when it's tolosh, there's a parish of tam and there's a parish of muad. But I wouldn't know anything with regards to mechuber. So I would have assumed that a shar tam, karen mechuber pays nezek shalem, just the opposite. I would have assumed for sure that it pays Chatzin Ezek. Oh, and by the way, even when it's a Muid, I would assume it should pay Chatzin Ezek. You should think that Kule Chatzin Ezek. Why? Because it's a Suffolk moment. So if it's a Suffolk moment, how do you have a right to go ahead and tell the person that you have to pay Nezek Sholem? You should pay Chatzin Ezek. Meaning, we're going, if I wouldn't know what the halach is regarding Karen when it's Mechobar. Says the Gemara, if I wouldn't know, what would I assume? I would assume for sure you have to pay Nezek Shalim. I, when it's Tolosh, I know this Chatsi Nezek Nezek Shalim. That's where the Torah was Megalit. But over here, I don't know. And being that I don't know, I'm forced to assume that it's going to be Nezek Shalim. Fake the Rashba, why are you forced to assume that it's going to be Nezek Shalim? It should be just the opposite. Being that you don't know, you should be forced to assume it's Chatsi Nezek. Because this is a Shiloh moment right now. It's a Shiloh. Could you take $100 out of this guy's pocket or only $50 out of his pocket? So 50 you could take the other 50 it's a Suffolk. So what do you do whenever it comes to La If it's a question of Suffolk, it's always Kula of a Nitva. So if that's the case, how in the world do you have a right to say that if I wouldn't know what Talach is, you would assume it's Nazar Says the Raj with the Yeshloim, the other that thought process is just the opposite. Ben Ezekin, when it comes to Ezekin, Sveike Dedu Lahachmer that being that over here you're dealing with Nezikin. So when it comes to Nezikin and you have a Suffolk in Nezikin, you always go to Chumrah. Suffolk Nezikin, you go to Chumrah. And being that Suffolk Nezikin, you go to Chumrah, says the Rajba, that's why if I wouldn't have known what the halacha is with regards to Karen Mechuber, I would have assumed Kula Mu'edasi, that it's Nezik Shalem. I would not have assumed that it's Chatsi Nezik. This is what the Rajba says. Chasam Soifer, in Shailus Yitzhuvitz Chassam Soifer, Yeridea, Simen Reish Mem Aleph, the Shail asked him, that sounds like you're supposed to walk away from this Rashba thinking that every time there's a question of Suffolk Nezikin, you always go L'chum. Based on the fact that it's a question of Iser. And being that it's a question of Iser, Suffolk Iser you go L'chumra, so too by Suffolk Nezikin. You're supposed to go to Chumrah. And the Shoyal told the Chassam Soif, have many rayas. We'll see these rayas as we move along and say the Nezikin, that Suffolk Nezikin, you don't go to Chumrah. Suffolk Nezikin is governed by the same policies that govern Suffolk Mormon. And that is, and if you have a Shaila right now, if I owe you money because maybe I was Mazik, you have that, I don't have to pay you. So if that's the case, 
How could the Rashba say the other Abba Benazik and Sveiki didu lahachmer ki yisurim lechayra lechayra? You find in so many different places that when there's a question of Suffolk Nazikin, you don't treat it like Suffolk Israel Khumra, but you treat it like a regular Suffolk Mammon where we say Kula Litaveya Vachumra Linitva. This is the question that the Shoyal asked the Khsam Saifer. So the Khsam Saifer told the Shoyal a whole arichos as it relates to Suffolk Nazikin. But then he said, the Chilik is Pasha. The Chilik is that in Nazikin Sadat Svedin. As we mentioned yesterday, Barichos. And that is, Nezikin, there's a mominous component, and there's an Isser component as well. And really, every single time you look at a question of Nezikin, you have to straddle those two things. You have to understand that Mitzarechot, you're dealing with Dine Mominus, because there's a mominous component. Mitzacheni, you're dealing with. In Yon Surim, nine possibilities of what the Isamazik might be. So you always have to straddle, you have to don these two things. So Sedach Sam Soifer, as it relates to a Suffolk, this is the way you go about it. If there's a Suffolk right now, whether I could be Masakyu or not be Masakyu. So regarding that, you have to treat it like a Suffolk Isser. Because there's a Suffolk, am I going to do the Isser or am I not going to do the Isser? And being that every Isser Misafik, you go lechumra. So this is so you always have to go lechumra. If there's a suffik, whether this is kosher or not kosher, could you eat it? Of course not. Why not? Because the suffik is so you have to go lechumra. So if there's a suffik, whether I can be mazik, you or not be mazik, you. So kamuvin, you're gonna have to go lechumra. So suffik nezikin has to be treated lechumra from the standpoint that you have to look at it as a suffik iser. Mitzacheni, once the hezek took place. And that is a question, do I owe you money for what happened, or do I not owe you money for what happened? So now already you look at it as what? A Suffolk moment. The Suffolk case that happened. Matahava hava. Right? That's water under the bridge. Let bygones be bygones. Now it's a question of, Asherakeh. Now what? Oh, you want to know if I have to pay you? So that same Suffolk that I had to go to Chumrah five minutes ago, now all of a sudden just converted and has a new poem. Now it's a Suffolk moment. At Suffolk moment, you always say, So the Chsam Soifer says, this is the aside. The aside is that anytime there's a question of Suffolk Isser, Suffolk Mazik, that's going to be a question of regular Suffolk Isser, Suffolk Isser, you have to go to Chumrah. But when it's after the fact, and there's a question, do I have to pay, do I not have to pay, over there we're going to look at it as being a regular Suffolk moment. Now the Chsam Soifer said this, to answer and to explain the Rajba. So the Rajba, it's true, is saying that if I wouldn't know Karen the Mechuber, I would assume Kula Muadesi. What's the Kasha? Why Kula Muadesi? How do you have a right to take Nezik Sholem out of the guy? Lukhaira, all you can take from him is Chatsi Nezik, because on the other Chatsi it's a Suffolk. Says the Rajba, the other Rabbi Benazik and Sveiki, the Dula Hachmiki Surim. And says the Chsam Soifer, what's the beer? Because this is a question right now. Can I be magic or can I not be magic? And as a result, being that it's a question of Sophagis, I've had the Sophagis, you go Luchum. Now, but Muscharishan, the Teretz doesn't seem to work. Because what's the question in the Gemara of Karen Mechobah, whether you should pay Chatzin Nazik, Nazik Shalom? The question is, how much money could you take out of me? You're going to pay Chatzin Nazik, you're going to pay Nazik Shalom. So the says, the Chsam Soifer explains what he means. But in Kaisle based Madrish, this Mahalach, to say Pshan and the Raj, but is you do not so much from the Chsam Soifer, but it's more you do from Rabarch Ber. Rabarch Ber in Simon Beis, in Birchish Mul, this is the Simon that we referenced yesterday. So right in the beginning, he starts with the Rajba. And he asks this Kasha, 
on the Rash, but the Kasha to show you last some Soifer. He doesn't understand that the Rash says Safik Nazik and you go Lukhumra, Lukhura, all it is is a Safik moment. And if all it is is a Safik moment, Safik moment, you always say, I'm Mitzvah Mechavei Olivaraya. Why would this be any different? So Rabarchper, Kedarke Bakoidish has a whole Arichis with Superlamdis here in Negea, it's a Mazik. And then at the end, Rabarchper says the Lamdis. And he says, he said it over to Rabchaim, and Rabchaim was masking, Rabchaim was Moisifit, and he said a little bit differently, a little Sharfer, a little bit more, but they in the words of Rabbi Achber. But the bottom line is, is the Nakud is like this. This that a Shortam pays Chatzin Nezek and a Shoramud pays Nezek Shalim is not just a Moministic Indian. It's not just a Pshat that the Chi of Mommin for a Shortam is Chatzin Nezek and the Chi of Mommin for a Shoramud is Nezek Shalim. The chilek between the chatzin nezek and the nezek shalim sh'teltzich ois in what my chiv shmira is. Meaning, when the Torah says that a tam pays chatzin nezek, what the Torah is telling me is, is that you have to watch it, but at the same time, not as much as you have to watch your bar where you have to pay Nezek Shalim. Not as much as you have to watch your Eish, where you have to pay Nezek Shalim. Not as much as you have to watch your Shara Murit, where you have to pay Nezek Shalim. The Chatzin Nezek, Shteltzich Ois, in the Veloyish Mirenu. So Shteltzich Ois, in the Veloyish Mirenu, that Reb Chaim said, is the Makar to the Isser Mazek. Meaning, the Veloyish Mirenu of the, of the Shara Tam is different than the Veloyish Mirenu of the Shara Muad. The Veloyish Mirenu of the Tam is Mechaev less from an Isser perspective than is the Veloyish Mirenu of the Muad. So if that's the case, said Rabbi Archbeh, and this is what Chassam Soifer means, is that when the Gemara has a Suffolk now, whether a Shara Tam Karen Mechuber is going to pay Chatzin Ezek Nezek Sholem. You're right. It chaps an Afghanin in moment. Do I have to pay you $50? Do I have to pay you $100? But what's the core of the Shiloh? When the Torah said, Veloyish Mirenu on this shard, how much Shmira do I have to have? Do I have to have a Shmira of Chatzi or do I have to have a Shmira of Kuloi? Now, chap an Afghanin. If I have to have a Shmira of Chatzi, I'll pay Chatzin Ezek. If I have to have a Shmira of Kuloi, I'm going to have to pay Nezek Sholem. But the point is, the Suffolk is not in the Chiv moment. The Suffolk is in the Isser because Whatever the is of Eloyish Mirenu is, that's what the Chiyav moment is going to be. So really the Yisoyed of the Isser, the root of the Isser licked in the Isser. And being that's licked in the Isser, this is a Suffolk Isser. When you have a Shiloh or a Shar, you're not sure. Was it Mazik or was it not Mazik? That's a good old-fashioned Suffolk moment. What's the rule by a Suffolk moment? Zekal Godobedin. Amaitza Mechaveri, Yolavarai. But over here... We're trying to understand what the Torah meant when it said Veloyish Mirenu. Because the Veloyish Mirenu, this is the Nakuda, of a short time is different than the Veloyish Mirenu of the Shara Amur. So if we have a Shaila now, Kerem Mechuber, because I don't have the Va'omer, so I'm not sure what the Allah is, so I'm not sure does. Is my Veloyish Mirenu a short time to give Veloyish Mirenu? Or is it a short time to give Veloyish Mirenu? So that's a question of Suffolk Isser. I mean, that's a question of Suffolk Isser. So therefore, I would have no choice. I would have to go to Khumra. This is, this is, the Chsam Soif and Yeridei Reish Mamalif, and this is the Birch Shmuel Simon Beis. Again, just two paragraphs of the Birch Shmuel, but just the Toya Mel Chaim Zachel of what's happening over here in the Sugya. But just make Inyan Inyan, just to start the conversation, and Beis Hashem will pick this up another time. And that is, I think this raid bite really leads to another raid bite, something very, very Yisoidistic, very foundational, and I think critical to. Start exploring in the beginning of say the Nasha, beginning of say the Yeshuas. And that is that every single time you have a Suffolk moment, every Suffolk moment in the world, what's that lacha? 
So if there's a Shiloh right now, is this my money or your money? So if I'm holding on to the money, I get to keep it. If you're holding on to the money, you get to keep it. Where no one's holding on to the money, there's a Hanhaga that we go with when it comes to Suffolk moment, and that is, in one word, why is every Suffolk moment not a Suffolk Issa? If you have somebody else's money, or maybe Goslin, one of the two. So if that's the case, every Suffolk moment is the Suffolk Isser. So if every Suffolk moment is a Suffolk Isser, because maybe I'm being Gaivalo right now. So if that's the case, why don't we say that anytime I'm holding on to money, I have to get rid of it? What? Ah, you're the Muchsik? But it's a Suffolk Isser. Maybe I'm being Gaivalo Sigzo right now. And being that I might be Gaivalo Sigzo right now, so how do I have a right to hold on to the money? If somebody holds on to somebody else's money, there's like Sigzo, there's other Isurim as well. There's real Suffolk Issa going on. So if there's real, right, if there's nine Makairis to Issa Mazik, there's other Makairis to Issa Geneva and Issa Gzale. You can't hold on to other people's money. So if that's the case, why is every Suffolk mum and not a Suffolk Issa? In other words, Suffolk mum and keep it. What do you mean keep it? Get rid of it. It's gzela. Why would you want to have it here? You have Suffolk trafe in your kitchen. Would you keep it? So how could you, if you have a Suffolk moment, by definition, you're a Suffolk goslin. So if you're a Suffolk goslin, how in the world do you have a right to keep it? So the Yeshiva Shemar Mokim, Tere Shaila, again, the, the Kadmayim discussed it, but the Yeshiva Mara Mokim is, Rab Shimon Shkop, and Shari Yosher, it's Shar He Perik Aleph. And he talks about this Barichos. So in the words of Rab Shimon, Said Reb Shimon, the Harishon Sheheir Miza, the first person to ever ask this question is Harabichil Basan, Zechreinel of Racha. But who's Al Heishev He said a very Balabatish Teretz. He said, so two people are fighting, Reuven and Shimon. Is it Reuven's money or is it Shimon's money? Reuven's holding on to the money, so you're telling Reuven you can keep it. I, it might not be Reuven. Okay, so what do you want Reuven to do with it? Give it to Shimon? Shimon's going to be the same Suffolk Goslin. So being that, even if you give the money away, you're not going to be in any better position than you are right now. Mamon of Shach, so Tutsuch Da, Suffolk Zelo. So being that Mamon of Shach is a Suffolk Zelo, Zer Klal Godel Bedin, whoever's holding on to it, I might submit. Meaning, if you kafadin the Suffolk Zelo by giving it away, so then give it away. But if not, not. Says Reb Shimon, it's a good chap. But all the achreinim were massing on this, and they asked a bunch of kashas. The most obvious kasha is what? Most obvious kasha is who said any of you should have it? Many, every, anytime there's a suffolk moment, hefke bez then hefke, right? Let bez and cash in. But the point is that why is anyone keeping it? Who said the other guy should keep it? You're right. He's also the same suffolk goslin. Mechatei anyone should keep it. Why don't we we reckon with the fact? Another kasha that they ask is that ain't hocha b'moment achar roiv, which means muxik works even if roiv is supporting the other guy. Now, if roiv is supporting the other guy, mitzad the isra you do go baser roiv. So that means roiv is saying that you're a goslin. Right? If two people are fighting, one person has the money, the other person has a roiv supporting him. The guy that has the money gets to keep it. That's not a regular suffix, says Rabbi Shimon, because now already roiv is supporting the other guy, which means based on roiv, you're a goslin. So if based on roiv, you're a goslin, and you're saying that you have to reckon with the suffix zelo, so get rid of it, because now roiv, you're, if it's a regular suffix, I hear, maybe you can come up with such a mahalach. But you see that works even when you're going connected a roiv. If you're going connected a roiv, then the roiv is supporting this success. But I'll compare them this. Said Reb Shimon is the first answer that was ever given. It's from Bichil Basan, and his answer was, you're right, it's a suffix zelo, but you're not going to accomplish anything. You're not minimizing any of this damage by giving it to the other person, and it's for that reason we don't do it. Then Reb Shimon says that the Tumen, 
this kasha, and he said a very big chiddush, an incredible chiddush. The Rabbi Yenison Ibishet said, quote, When the Torah says, you know what it means? You can't be a gazlin vada. But if there's a suffix, if you're being a gazlin, it's not gzela. And you know what he still suit to this? Sugi that we learned together very, very recently. Just like there's a din mamzer vadai, veloy mamzer suffix. And when it comes to maise behemoth, there's a loch of asiri vadai, veloy asiri suffix. Don't try this at all. There's a loch of gazlin vadai, veloy gazlin suffix. So if it's not vadai, all it is is suffix, there's no isik zela. This is what Rabbi Yonis and I should say. He said, Muchach, it has to be. It doesn't make sense otherwise. And he said, that must be the terrorist. There's an Isik Zayla when you're Vada being a Gazan. But being that there's a Sophic, it's not called that I'm being a Gazan. But Chagavna, it's not going to be a problem. Al-Kopanim, Rabbi Shimon says, regarding the terrorists of Rabbi Yonis and Ibish, it's Vigam Dvarav HaKtoishim, Eina Mistabrim Be'enai. Why? Because Chazal never said Gazlan Vadai, but like Gazlan Tzafik. Mamza Vadai is based on a Limud. Asiri Vadai is based on a Limud. There are times when we treat Sveikas differently. Tzafik Tumar B'Shosayach, it's Sveikai Tomei, Asan Kevadai. By Saita you find Asan Kevadai. Reb Shimon speaks out all these examples. But that's where the Torah was Megalatas, and it's based on Limudim and Psukim. Stam to say Gazlan Vadai, but like Gazlan Tzafik. Mehechetesi to say something like this. Zazok Reb Shimon, that the Mariba Sanz Mahalich. Everyone asks a lot of kashas on. Dvar of Akhtoshim Shod Yonis and Ibishitz is very, very schwer. So it says Rabbi Shimon, I'll tell you what I think the Mahalach is. The Mahalach is based on a Kuntras Asvekis, if you want to go through it properly, Ayin Shom. But it's the beer that Rabbi Shimon gave to the Kuntras Asvekis that's Mamish Yisoyda Chsidas Vishayrish Avoida Atmimah. And that is, he said, it's true that every Dine Mominus involves this of a Hatter. If somebody takes money that he's not supposed to take, he's a Ganav, he's a Gazlin, all the other Yisurim that you can come up with. However, what? drives the ship. The way it works when it comes to the Isavahater of Dine Mominus is that first you figure out the Dine Mominus and then afterwards when the Dine Mominus is Gepaskint, now we deal with any ramifications and repercussions that are going to come about as a result of that. When you see a Sophic Momin, the first question you ask yourself is am I a Ghanav or am I not a Ghanav? No, that's not the way you go about it. The way you go about it is whose mummin is it? Once you figure out whose mummin it is, now we're going to decide what my next move is. So if the way where Machriya Sophic mummin is, that every Sophic mummin, Hamoitse Mechaveri, Olavaraya, so that means that the Ganev is not the person that's holding on to the money. The Ganev is going to be the person that took away the money. Ayat's a Sophic. That's true. But the Mishpat, the Dine Mominus, Paskind already, that the Suffolk should remain by whoever's holding on to it right now. And it's only after the fact that all the Isavahetta is going to come and kick in. So the point is that Avada is an Isavahetta component to every Dine Mominus. But when it comes to determining the Isavahetta, first you figure out the Dine Mominus, and only afterwards do you figure out the Isavahetta. And if the rule of thumb, as it relates to all Dine Mominus, is that Zekhal Golda, but then Amoitsa Mechaveri Olvaraya, so what you're going to do is you're going to leave it by the Muchsik and then. Afterwards, you'll figure out, okay, so if it's his money based on the way Chazal said you're supposed to be Machriya Sveikis, it's afterwards you stop. So the person that's holding on to the money is not a Suffolk Ganev because Fakir. The Mishpat said that he gets to keep it. If the Mishpat says he gets to keep it, then by definition, he's not going to be the Ganev. So just read a few lines from Shimon Bulashayne Yazov, so you don't have to take my word for it. Well, if he's that, 
ודאי שמוצו כן על פי אחרוס הסייכל. שעל פי תרס המשפטן הדין נויסן כן. Meaning all the different things that Chazal came up with throughout the Gemara to be machriya sveikus, it's based on the achros haseichel of Chazal. That based on Torahs hamishpatim, this is the way it should be. Meaning choshen mishpat, seidin azikin, is really a judicial system. That's what it is. And the judicial system was figured out not based on hilchas geneva vigzela. It was worked out kaskomasa umos loshen haran nedarim dafezam ra'al. The way any Umma would come up with its Torah Samashpatim. When the Torah says Loisignav and Loisigzal, it's when you violate the Torah Samashpatim of Chazal, that's when you become a God of Nagasa. So he says, Hadin Noisin, they felt that Shabimach the Parva Chamar Vialdo, the Sophic Mosai Noilet, the Nimsavlad, the Shasle, the Sasavi Bishus, Echon Mehem, Yerkan Shir Bishusa. From Kaimib Agam, Ozina Bosa Marakam. Halav shall is a gazel who shall yigzal Ishme Haveroi, Dover shall be Torah Samashpatim, who shall Haveroi. The Hemla Yasik, Schar Sochim. what difference does it make if you got to be a Rusha? You got it because you bought it, or you got it because Chazal said that you're supposed to get it? So listen to this interesting punchline. Well, if he's a Nirlani, he's Daiti Bara. The Sophic Gezel, awesome in our Torah, Kachal Sophic is a Torah. No question in the world. There's no difference between Sophic Gezel and any Sophic Trefa. It's the same Sophic, not like Rabbi and I should say. Sophic Gezel is no different than any other Sophic. Elo, the Sophic Gezel, who dove Rochik Menamitzias. He said, it's very hard to come up with a case of a Sophic Gazel. The Bechol Sophic Momin, Hoyrulon Uchachomen, Ezen Mishpatal Pitayrus HaMishpatim. The Kivan Sheikab is a Ezen Din Mishpati, Kvarlek is Sophic is a Gazel. Elo Oishu Vadai Gazel, Oishu Vadai Heter. The Mutvas Hatevea Bemokim Shinitsak Hadin Doloy Mahani Tfisa, who Gazel Vadai. Ubemokim the Mahani Tfisa, who Vadai Heter. The Sophic Gazel, Hecho the Lekob is a Shum Mishpat Dine Mominus. Etc., etc. But the bottom line is, this is the Yisrael of Shemin. So when Avada Suffolk Zayla is no different than any other Suffolk Yisrael in the world. However, Yisrael Sigzal is not to take something that belongs to somebody else. And Mali, if that thing belongs to somebody else because he bought it, because he made it, because he yarshened it, or because the Torah gave it to him. At the end of the day, the first thing you need to figure out when you done all Dine Gneva and Dine Gzelo is you have to figure out the Torah Samashpatim. You figure out the Torah Samashpatim first, and after you figure out the Torah Samashpatim, that's when you figure out what the implications are going to be as it relates to Gneva and Gzelo. So as it relates to Nezikin, just to come full circle, there's a momentistic component, and there's also a... It's the Vahatidiki component. The truth is, when it comes to all Dinei Mominus, there's a Mominusdiki component, and there's also an Isvahatidiki component. But it's a little bit different. Because when it comes to all Mominus, you're dealing with the Gneva and the Gzela, first you figure out the Teres HaMashpatim, and only afterwards do you start Cheshbining where exactly it's going to be Nageya, whether you're a Ghanav or a Ghazan. Sophic Nezikin is a little bit different. Sophic Nezikin state that there's an Isser for you to go ahead and to be Mazik, regardless, again, we're just getting going here. A little Tayamer, Be'ez Hashem will pick this up.